two. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Nerds Hour with your host, Noah Sweeto. And a fan of Shoemaker. And, um, I don't, I had a brain fart as what I was going to say after that. But. <laughs> well, that doesn't help me. <clears throat> well, Slow and steady wins the race. <laughs> welcome back to uh, our fantasy month. Um, today we're going to be doing a, actually, uh, we got an all-star cast for it. Uh, it is called Legend. Yay! Uh, it came out in 1985 and it stars Tom Cruise, um, and Tim Curry. But we will specify when you watch it yourself, Tim Curry is unrecognizable. Yes. <laughs> but in a, in a good way. Well, yeah, yeah, because makeup. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, and it also had, uh... <clears throat> uh, Mia Sarah. Yeah. You a Sarah? Huh? You a Sarah? No. What? No. Say her name again. I said Mia Sarah. Yeah, you a Sarah? My brain's not connected. Oh, um, Mia Sarah. You're a Sarah? No. Yes, I, I got that. I got it that time. I didn't know what you wanted me to say, though. <laughs> if I can't be funny, what can I be? <laughs> Nothing. You're talking just another to... white middle class male. I can do nothing with my life. You're talking to somebody who oversimplifies everything. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's any consolation. <sighs> um. But yeah, we have uh, Tom Cruise as uh, Jacko the Green. Uh, oh, Jacko the Green. Sorry, I had to. Mia Sarah as Lily and uh, Tim Curry as Darkness. Is it Darkness or The Dark? It's just Darkness? No, it's just Darkness. Nope, nope, we're not doing the voice. <laughs> hey, we can do it. And we have David Bennett as Gump. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Which, uh, amazingly, he was um, 19 when he was in this movie and Tom Cruise was... Uh, 20, 23 years old, so that was also fun to see. Is this going to be the episode where I'd get up and faintly walk away twice <laughs> in the same 10 minute mark? Are you intimidated by my Britishness? <laughs> I'm having some pizza. <laughs> Tell him what I'm doing. He's now angrily <laughs> He's so angrily grabbing a slice of pizza. Come out. Fuck it all. But really, those of you who are in Britain, what do you think of my accent? <laughs> He's cocky. I'm doing right. this one. You're doing it solo. No, no, you're doing it with no, me. I'm gonna lock Big Mouth right here. Oh, this is it. What we dissolved to. All the show is in, Mark. Reconstituted garbage. Welcome to Film Nerds Hour, the reboot. That's difficult. Alright, but... Oh no, we've only had one season. We can reboot the whole series with the same cast. Okay, I'm very confused when it comes to Google whenever we try to look up a movie because (laughs) on here it says Legend 1985. Sure. But it says the release date Mm -hmm. was April 18th, 1986. That happens. That's confusing. But every every other thing, including movie clips and everything else, say 
1985. So. What do you think it'll look like with Black Widow? <clears throat> <clears throat> when the heck was that movie finished filming? <laughs> okay, I, I, I was seeing the Wikipedia and all of a sudden I saw a unicorn horn. Yeah. And I thought that said unicorn horny. It's because you're a dirty chuck. Leave it again. <laughs> That's Leave not it what... again. I'm looking through your comics. I don't care anymore. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, before we get into that, there are uh, we want to say that there's technically three cuts of this movie, but you can watch two. We are reviewing the theatrical. Yes, we will be doing the theatrical, which uh, you can tell isn't quite as complete. No, still enjoyable. Um, but it is by it also is by uh, Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the greatest things about this movie, though, offhand right away before we get into production it, is the value. production. Yes, the the, the uh, costumes and the set design and everything. The was makeup, the makeup, makeup, and and the way that they do uh, the season transitions, which you'll uh, we'll talk about later too. Oh yeah, uh, was very very well done. You said there was like a sound that happened the entire time, which I heard as well. But you were like. This is unnerving, and I'm like, and also it's great, and you're like, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, it it's was... like a weird whistle. <laughs> yeah, it was very, uh, it was very immersive. I can say that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's one of those things like when you first uh, watch Avatar, which mm-hmm. I have my thoughts on Avatar, but no more. Not the last Airbender. No, the James uh, Cameron James film. Cameron, which I have my opinions on, but overall, it is a very visually stunning great. movie. That, yes, that's, it that's is. what I love about us. We can like. We can objectively take apart a movie and be like, this is good, this could have been better. Like, we and, don't just overall say yeah. it's all bad. Which, you know, I, I think that while Avatar had the I feel like it got too overhyped for its time because it was well, the yeah. same thing that George Lucas was trying to do, so I don't think it should have been well, also, a billion-dollar movie, but it was the, uh, the, the amount of work and effects and how well they looked yeah, mixed crazy. with 3D. So I respect that. But overall, I, I wasn't a really fan of the story. I uh, enjoyed it. And, and know what y'all say now, but I enjoyed it. And I think that it really is because, I mean, there's obviously three cuts for a reason. Mm-hmm. And there is a definitive cut for Oh, now for you're a talking reason. about Legend. I think yeah, you're talking talk, about Avatar stuff. Talking about Legend. Um, yeah, the story, the story could use some It's work. generic. Yeah. But it's, I, it's been done. It, it, but most things have. It felt like uh, the theatrical cut was focusing way more on... It's set design and visuals yeah. rather than... It, it seemed like Ridley Scott came to a room and was like, I have a great idea visually for what how cool a movie could look, but crap, I have to write a story around it. And it feels like it feels like the story came secondary. Yeah, it wasn't a... It wasn't the main focus point. Let's build a world around the story, which is, which is fine. It can work. It's like, and... we, we need a reason for Tim Curry to put on Satan makeup. <laughs> yeah, and and you know that's something that Game of Thrones, I mean, does. I mean that hell, that's I, I would say Dexter too, but Dexter's not that good of an example. I'd say something like Game of Thrones or you share a lot mm-hmm. tongue in cheek with the books. No pun intended. Um, I'm gesturing to no one. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, well, they do share a lot tongue in cheek with the books. Um. Game of Thrones also went and went they're down their own path. They share a yeah. lot of similarities, but I think it's after... I think I saw somebody saying something about five is when they really start to... Well, because they went off book. Yeah, they went off book. But a lot of the first stuff... Isn't almost a play-by-play for the first season of the first book, though, from what I've mm-hmm. kind of seen? Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's almost word-by-word, word almost. Like, so. up until season five, it's almost exactly what happens. 
And then they make it on their own, and it's like, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, and I I heard that it was good, but it really, when it came to season eight, I'm on four right now. I heard season eight was pretty bad. But in all fairness, too, I don't understand why you would rush something that you were doing so well Mm -hmm. to just run over to Star Wars, which, surprise, surprise, didn't happen. Yeah. Which is very unfortunate. Which mm-hmm. we'll 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 do all do in a film nerd sock, and you can yep. get my insight into that. You will do it. Um, I will not be a part of it. But yeah, yeah. But don't don't take me the wrong way. Uh, when we do get into that, I'm not going to just tear apart because there is there is a fair <laughs> amount that I'm going to dig into, but there also is a fair amount that I want to praise about what Disney's also kind of done with Star Wars. Never thought I'd but, hear you say the word praise and Disney in the same sentence. <laughs> I'll praise the team that's working at Lucasfilm under Disney. Yeah. Uh, but that, that that's something that, you know, is also kind of cool, too. You kind of look at these fantasy series and how they're written mm-hmm. in a specific way. And I feel like being a visionary of Game of Thrones, that's really what they kind of had to do. Yeah. And, and I mean, I understand that because, you know, if you look at something like Legend, I'm sure that, you know, it's got to be hard to come up with something that yeah. is so because it's been done in the 80s because you mm-hmm. have people you have people like John Carpenter who are mm-hmm. so creative and so visually just a lot of visual based stuff. Yeah. Exactly. And while Ridley Scott could do that and this probably wasn't really his first I don't think well I think this might have been his first fantasy fantasy movie because what what did he come out with uh, a couple of years back in 2016 that didn't really get acclaim nobody it, it seemed like a lot of people did not like it as much it was um 2016 uh yeah the sons gods of uh gods of Egypt gods of Egypt yeah that was, that was Ridley Scott yeah I didn't think that was Ridley Scott that was Ridley Scott really I'm I'm pretty sure double check on that because. He... I thought it was made by someone who also no. made like a similar. I'll double check because I did look Please at it last do. night. Please do. Because I was kind of like, I might as well just give it a chance since we're doing all fantasy stuff and I've been really. Because I thought, it. for some reason, I thought it was made by the same people who made the like, the Clash of the Titans and Wrath of the Titans movies or something. Well, like this is something different. Let me look at my phone because that's where I pulled it up. I thought all right, because your computer lies to you sometimes, but your phone tells all. No, I had something open. I I think he produced it. Okay, he didn't that's direct very different. it. That's very different. <laughs> he produced it. He didn't direct it, but I think he he had a large role. No, it was directed by Alex Proyas. Yeah, Proyas. Mm-hmm. Um. But let me see, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So, the people who listen on the show, because I do it a lot, just cause, out of instinct. Um, Gods and Kings, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that sounds right. That's the one where they have the two white guys playing the Egyptian guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah. Who was that? Yeah, Batman was that. Moses. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that didn't get... Well, that's different. not really a fantasy movie. That's more biblical. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, because those of you who listen to the show know that I oftentimes correct Noah on the pronunciation of actor names. Yeah, quite a bit. What would you do if you found out... This isn't true, by the way. I just want to hear your reaction as to if this was true, hypothetically speaking. 
What would you do if you found out this whole time I was gaslighting you and you were pronouncing names the right way and I was just tricking you? We'd have to have a very, very long conversation. <laughs> You're the funniest crap. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this whole time I'm just gaslighting you. We would have a very long conversation. Did you know it's not actually called Bill Nye the Science Guy, it's called Bile Me. <laughs> <laughs> but it says Bill Nye in the theme song. I know. I was gonna say, Disney might have made some mistakes there. Um, <clears throat> I'm so stupid. Okay, legend. But but leading up to this, yeah, I mean, you had alien. I mean, really, Scott had already proved himself to be a visionary, like just a very alienism alien. masterpiece. And so is Blade Runner. Yeah. I mean, so you've already seen him what he can do with visual the visual. Uh, constructs, you know, and the the visionary. So that's not a problem. And and legend holds up to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just kind of wonder. I, I would like to see more insight into what he was thinking. Because does he have a thing for unicorns? Because there's unicorns a lot in Blade Runner. Remember, he dreams of the unicorn. Yeah, but I also think that had something to do with the novel, because Blade Runner is based off a novel. Yeah, I do. Do robots dream of electric sheep? Yeah. Yeah, which is a very odd name. Mm, it's a, it's more of a question, the title. Really. Well, it's yeah. like how Colin Jost from SNL named his memoir A Very Punchable Face. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those things that kind of makes you think, eh, but uh-huh. then you kind of want to know more about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Then you got to read the book. Like, um, oh, i got to look it up on my... Is my phone dead still? Because uh, I was going to read you, Daniel Sloss has a book coming out, and his title for it is amazing, but it's super long. I assume it's still charging. I can look it up here in a second, though. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of unicorns in this uh, this uh, movie, especially. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but I mean, a lot. There's two. Uh, there's a lot of scenes with them, though. Yeah. That the the whole um. I would say the whole movie is, is very, very heavily based around them. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because their light and darkness is obviously not. And I mean, I feel like you know, once we once we, uh, whenever we get a chance to watch the director's cut, and then we can make some commentary on it. But I do feel it's Maybe kind like of in like in a year or something. Yeah, and and I feel like it's because of, um, I feel like it's because of that. Mm-hmm. That maybe that's why it wasn't why it felt incomplete. Because well, it felt like yeah. there was supposed to be a more symbolic meaning to the unicorns, but there really wasn't. Sure. Ridley Scott really gets railed over when it's theatrical cuts, doesn't it? Yeah, that's that's why I was like, kind of the looking... issue with Blade Runner. That's the issue with this movie. Like... That was the thing with Alien too. Yeah, which mm-hmm. he went back and kind of did in two thousand three, but I think he already had. He already had the extended scenes and then did some polishing. Yeah. Uh, but that that was funny because when I, when I thought about that too, I'm like, that's right. And I feel like, you know, I think it's more to do with the fact that because he's such a visionary, I'm sure they're probably thinking of pricing along the way. Yeah. But really, Scott is really one of those directors that you can't compromise the vision of. No, you cannot. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of be like if you put... Christopher Nolan, mm-hmm. and had him do Inception, 
and cut that movie from two and a half hours to an hour two. and 45 minutes. Oh, God. Sorry, I choked on my food. Yeah, try, and I haven't seen Inception, it's but great. I've seen enough clips to know that, that it's that not... That would be confusing? You would not be able to do time. Tenant, even, and I mean, people are still debating if that's a sequel, and I haven't seen that either. Hmm. People are I feel trying like to debate if it's a if spiritual anything, sequel. If anything, it's in the same universe. That's what I was... I mean, from the trailer, it looks like they're in the same universe. Well, they're re- they're inverting time. So they're, like, bringing time back, like, by a few minutes. Yeah, which is... Interesting. Like Inception. Well, the thing... Christopher Nolan, the thing about him, though, is, like... <laughs> What I've learned is, like, a lot of film students, and maybe you as a film student as well will understand this or know of this, a lot of them hate him because he takes these really deep and, like, fascinating concepts and makes them so anyone can understand it. I... You know? i not bothered by it. Okay. I, mean, I just know a lot of film students, and, that is a thing. And I don't think people should be pissed off about it. Because no. the, the, the reality of it is, when you're trying to tell a story, you're trying to tell a story. Yeah, and you, you want don't it to need a... to be this philosophical prophet. Right, you want it to be attainable to like a wide audience. Now, yeah, and, that, and that's the beauty of these movies. Like, if you look in Blade Runner mm-hmm. alone, even with the final cut where it's understandable, right. there's still so much more philosophical meaning. Yeah. It really presents that opportunity. Is he a robot? Is he not? Yeah. Of yeah, it, it's a moral thing. It's the it's a philosophical question that you're going to ask yourself, and it's urging you to ask that question, but think for yourself. Exactly. I don't need to tell you as a director what you believe is what you believe. There, which, yeah, I believe is the meaning of Inception, and I feel right. like, you know, thinking on you know thinking about legend now after you've really taken it taken it in. Mm-hmm. I feel like thinking about it now. That's really what legend is also supposed to be. It's yeah. it. Well, it does have a fabricated story. It's also got it, the deeper meanings in it. Yeah, because there is that part at the end where it makes you wonder, like, was that all a dream or did this actually happen? Like, <laughs> yeah, kind of like Total Recall. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But also, uh, the big question that uh, people have asked, which I will say that it's one of the quotes towards the end of the movie. That we hear is, uh, <clears throat> we hear darkness say, um, who's basically Satan, let's just be honest. Yeah, they just, they can't say Satan, yeah. which you already have said before, that's stupid. I mean, if you're gonna make a movie about darkness, you'll allow a person to say Satan, but... Yeah, I, I feel like I, <laughs> if I was gonna have Satan in a movie, it'd be like, for, for me personally, like if I'm writing something, I feel like it's for comical purposes. So it's like, Satan, hello, I'm Satan. Oh my God. Yeah, something you more look like Lucif- hot, just like the pools. Oh, something like Lucifer let's Morningstar. Let's get some centipedes on you. Like, well, not. But more, more. I've more seen more. Lucifer. He is not that flaming. He's he's no. a very straight man. He's just suave. He's not. No, high. if he you were know. to do that which would be funny so probably most likely what uh the uh gays are all yeah yeah i forgot that we discovered that movie it's only to watch it discovered it like we landed on the moon (laughs) i mean you're not wrong and that is kind of a a bold thing that i do want to see even if it's me too let us know if you guys want us to do like a bonus i don't know thing uh, yeah because I'm um, just so damn... You have no idea. <laughs> he trades in his signature sword 
for a whip, and he wears flashy outfit. It's like hello, have you Zorro's seen, here. Hello, have you seen the? Uh, it's like the Dave Chappelle bit where he's talking about a gay superhero. No, I don't want to take credit for this joke because that man is an artist. So look up his stand-up special if it interests anyone else. But um, he um, because I cannot do it justice. That man is brilliant. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. But he was saying that like. He was pitching an idea for a superhero movie to this, like, obviously gay movie producer. And he goes, he was like, do you have any idea for movies? And he goes, no, I didn't. But in Hollywood, you can't say you don't, because that's how the game is played. So, I said, yeah. I have one about a superhero. And he goes, really? A gay superhero? Really? Yeah. He's a sous chef in San Francisco, <laughs> and he gets bit by a radioactive rat on the night shift, and he gets powers beyond his wildest dreams, and Dave Chappelle says it exactly like this, supersonic gay powers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and he's like, and of course he saves only gay people in the beginning of the movie, that's a given. But by the end, he saves everybody. That's the real turning point. But the issue here is no one can ever remember that he saved him. And he's like, well, I don't understand. Why can't they remember that he saved him? Because he's gay. He keeps changing his outfit. <laughs> Same hero, new boots. And then he'd fly away. <laughs> Basically a more feminine Robin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He said the title of the movie is Same Hero, New Boots. <laughs> I actually kind of would like to see Me that. Me too! Like, have you seen Blank Man? No. <laughs> it's uh, Damon Wayne's. Oh, then you from, already know it's going to be good. Right, because you watched uh, My Wife and Kids growing up, I'm sure, that sitcom. Yep. It's a great show. But in that movie, he like he's super nerdy. and Like, he like imagine Batman if he had none of the suave, but all the tech still. So like, Oh, yes, 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 yes. He yes. soaks a shirt in, flu- in like this liquid he developed, and he stabs it with a knife, and it bends. <laughs> and his brother's like, what the heck is in this jar? And he opens it and passes out, and he goes... Sorry, I've been storing my farts. <laughs> There's a part in the movie where the love interest kisses him on the cheek and he has an orgasm and he's just like... Which, to, to give you a forte, if this isn't your comedy... Through... Off topic. So, but, Legend starring Tom yeah, Cruise. Um, where can people watch the... this if they want to watch it before we start talking about well, it? Well, you can't unless you got a premium subscription. Take two. Unless you have a premium <laughs> subscription to Hulu, Sling TV, Amazon Prime. With, uh, is it Stars? I think it's a Stars one. I would assume, I think. Um, otherwise, you can get it with a subscription to Showtime, so... Uh, that's that, or Showtime. Uh, Showtime Anywhere. Um, YouTube TV is not available right now, um, but uh, it says uh, you can also do it through... You can rent it for three ninety nine at Vudu, iTunes... As of the time of this video, Go, which yeah. we're recording in November. Yeah, and uh, Google Play Movies and TV, so... Yeah, yeah. We do recommend, if you're like... If you, if you listening are big makeup nerds, or prosthetic nerds, or practical effect nerds, you know, you'd love this shit. <laughs> You would, Set um, design. um, especially along the, uh, line to Mandy, mm-hmm. uh, which is very visually, visually stunning. This one had more practical effects, but the costume designs, one day we will do a review of Mandy cause 
that, holy crap. That, that we, we need to do Mandy. Mandy is one of the best ones out there. My it's... favorite scene from Mandy is when he pulls out the chainsaw, and the other dude pulls out a chainsaw that's like twice the size. Yeah, it's just like... Someone's overcompensating. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of trees are you cutting down with that there, friend? Jesus. Like three in a row. Just... <laughs> you ever see one of those long traveling vans that can fit like 12 people? That's a that's the size that's of this chainsaw. That's how long the chainsaw Like, was. I shit you not. Like, this isn't CGI, too. This is, like, the actual chainsaw prop. Mm-hmm. Somebody was asking, like, is, about that movie, and I can't give them an answer, honestly. And I don't know if you can either. Was he in hell, like, fighting demons? Like, because it seems like... No. <laughs> okay. Um... Basically, to sum it up, it, it is one of those questions, kind of like legend of what really happened. The simple mm-hmm. explanation of what happened, spoiler alert for Mandy. He was um, <laughs> Basically, they say that there's the legend of the acid. That's where the black skulls come from. Yeah, yeah. They say that the person, they explain that they, uh, the person in the radio tower, the acid maker, the drug maker, mm-hmm. he made a bad batch by accident. Yeah. Which turned the Black Skulls incredibly violent. So they went from drugs and rapists to just in- incredibly extreme, Murders powerful, basically supernatural beings. Mm-hmm. Because by the end of the movie, and, and a lot of people forget this, that uh, when when Red tries some of that acid just by tasting just the tiniest little finger, not even like a full finger, just barely tasting it, mm-hmm. he gets a vision of the radio tower. Yeah. And he just loses his entire shit after that movie. Like, he's mm. gone. That's what happened to the Black Skulls. Yeah. So they're trying to say that it had something to do with whatever the acid person did really fucked up the batch. Right. And it did some crazy ass shit. Cool. Or it just opened the mind's eyes so much. The way I interpret it is that it could have, if you don't believe in the supernatural part of it. Mm uh, which is very kind of open-ended like legend is, a the fact that it opened his mind's eyes so much yeah. and fucked up his brain and scrambled at the point where his brain used more than 10%. Mm-hmm. And he just realized that if he could put his mind to anything, then he should be able to do it. Right. Cause I mean, the only reason that we can't do half the things and why adrenaline is a thing is because, well, a, our bodies can't physically handle it. Mm-hmm. on a constant basis which is why you crash from adrenaline right. that's very harmful for your body for long periods of time um but imagine what we probably could do if our bodies could handle it and we could use more than 10 percent of our brains imagine how yeah well the, the the myth about that is that we only use 10 percent. it's we only use 10 percent at a time is the more yeah. correct thing we use 100 percent of our brain it's just, just we only use ten percent of the time. But imagine doing that all at once. Imagine using all of our. Because, but at the end of that movie, you see Red literally crush Jeremiah's skull. And it's satisfying. And it really doesn't matter how strong of a person you are; it's nearly physically impossible to crush a person's skull through. I don't even think Dwayne the Rock Johnson could do it. No, your skull <laughs> is meant to not be crushed. To it protects the most one of the most vital parts of your body, besides your heart. So two of I'd the say most, brain is the most. I mean, you can always get a heart transplant. You can't really get a brain transplant. They're trying. Or no, they... Oh, yeah, they, 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 you remember the guy who got, like, that $2 billion surgery where, like... I don't know if they did it, actually. 
They took. They gave him a full head trim, so they took his head off and put it on a new body. See, I don't want that. He's paralyzed, but they put his head on a new body so he could walk around. I don't know if they actually did it, and I don't know if it was successful or not. I hope they're not doing that, because there's a reason that bodies are not meant to survive after certain conditions. Yeah. I mean, it's a, you could argue, like, scientific advancements. Like, you can see if you can, but it's, a, it's more of a moral obligation than if you should. It's like in Jurassic Park, where they're like, yeah, Which you could have brought back yeah. the dinosaurs, but you shouldn't have, you know? You they had their time. You should. They Before you even time. knew what you had, you, you pat- patented it, and you packaged Alright, uh, sorry about that, everyone. Um, my computer decided to have some technical difficulties. Some technical we, difficulties. We decided that, uh, our uh, dear computer friend decided that she was going to do her own thing and completely close out of everything. So, mm-hmm. welcome back to the rest of the episode. They're way too enthusiastic. They're going to think we recorded it, like, on a different day. It's the same day. No, it is the same day, but I'm trying to be more... Stop going British with... No, it is the same day. If I was going to go British, I'd do this. You're just intimidated by the fact that I can do a better Sherlock Holmes than you. USA. Alright. <laughs> but... <clears throat> without further ado. Um, so, Legend... Uh, it opens with a crawl, which I read in a voice, which you didn't appreciate. I would have rather heard it in a Are you just intimidated by that accent? Is no, that I'm annoyed by it, is what it is. <laughs> because it's too good? No, because it's very bad. Um, <laughs> I kind of checked out. Uh, <laughs> I feel offended. You should. Um, so <laughs> very valid in your choice. No, it opens with an opening crawl talking about how there's no light without darkness and such and such. Darkness was locked away. Unicorns, blah, 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 which I read. Uh, you should all know. Just when you watch this and you read the opening crawl, imagine the uh, the priest from Princess Bride reading it. <laughs> I'll just say that would look and better well, on the Princess Bride. Twelve, however. Maybe, maybe that would have been Don Corleone in another. Another universe. Nope. All right. Little found. All right, Family Guy writer. Anyway, uh, so it opens on Mia frolicking through the forest. She's a princess, right? Wee. She's a princess. I'm done with this shit. I will fuck you up. No. <laughs> anyway, continue. I will wreck you. <laughs> Dang it, this is gonna be another tangent, but, like, real quick, but this sh- I used to listen to the SourceFed podcast. I miss that show so much. But this guy said, like, to someone, I will wreck your shit. And he said it to, like, someone who looks a lot like me, and he responded how I would have responded. He went, like, in the sack? <laughs> 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 Good lord. Anyways, so she's frolicking through the forest. The <laughs> God, no, dang it! Like, she's in the forest, and she's talking with the poor people who live in like little houses, whatever. And um, she she meets up with Jack. Jack, you know. Yeah. Very handsome man, Tom Cruise, circuit. Young Tom Cruise, yeah, like 20, 22, 23. He was my age. 
Kenny looks better than me, which I would suspect because now he's more than my father's age, and he still looks better than me. So it is kind of funny though that he kind of gave me vibes of a young Elijah Wood. I can see that. Like maybe it's just because it's a fantasy. Maybe, movie. maybe yeah, maybe it's just something about fantasy movies. I mean, you think look at Orlando of... Bloom. He still looks he looks sexier in gorgeous the... man, gorgeous man in the Hobbit. Like, Almost Legolas so. looks like... I feel like they actually gave him a glow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not strictly my taste, but, you know, I'd give him a swing. No, just, it, it's just, he looks awesome as Legolas. Yeah, yeah, he looks great. And he just, how he moves so fast with the double sword. Anyway, um, but they're hanging out. We're pretty sure that they... Do they have sex in the grass? <laughs> yeah, um, so we have Tom Cruise... <laughs> Laying her down. He lays her down in the grass and he like moves it. And there's people watching from like a distance. Yeah, and uh, you you ever see that meme where uh, you see all the beautiful nature happening and you just see then a guy across the lake just fapping his meat? No. But okay. okay. That's kind of what this reminded me of. I was just thinking of all the woodland creatures and something out of Family Guy when this happened. And I, I speak for both of us when our exact words were, are they going to fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he lays her down in the grass and looks at her longingly in the eyes for a really long time. And, and we say that right her. right in sync. Because it, it's like, okay. We said it at the same time. Like, are they, they going to shag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like. <laughs> What's happening? It's yeah. so weird. Oh, yeah, because the reason they're being, they're being followed by a goblin. Whose name I can't remember. No. And the goblin... I don't know. The goblin was kind of annoying to me. He was very annoying. He spoke in rhymes. But, um... Uh, was it Screwball? Yeah, Screwball. Who's no, playing? no, no. Screwball's a good guy. Or was him trying to... It's hard because they're covered in so much prosthetic makeup that anybody could be anybody else. Yeah, but it's so good. Also, yeah, it's... No, we're not complaining. It's just they're unrecognizable. Uh, Bronton? No. Say again. Wait, wait, he... Wonder? No. Whatever. So he met with Darkness, who Darkness looked very weak. Like, he was gray and his fingernails and his eyes were glowing green. He met with him and he was like, you have to find a unicorn and kill it and cut off its horn. And the only way to find it is to use pure of heart as bait. So that's why they're following the princess, because she's, you know, a pure of heart person. I guess. Which, uh, it was nice to see a fantasy movie where possibly they linked up and everything was okay? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Question mark? But, um... Pure part? She walks towards the unicorn and it gets, um, shot with a blow dart and runs away. Cause, well, Jack's a child of the forest. So he like he's like, you know you're not supposed to, I told you, it's forbidden, blah blah blah. Because it's just a male and a female unicorn together. Just two of them. Yeah, which uh, it looks realistic, but... yeah, It's heavily implied that they're the only unicorns. Like, at all. Yeah, which... Uh, it's kind of really hard to go about repopulating a species. Yeah. Cause... Especially if you're mythical. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess unless you got the magic to do so, but... But then... But then, like, two scenes happen at the same time. So the goblin, and there's, like, two other goblin dudes. Two other bad people. And they start cornering it. The unicorn. The the male, I think it is. Yeah, and proceed... The female runs off. 
to chop off its horn. Well, while they're about to do that, it's intercut with she throws her ring into a river or no a lake, and she's like, "I'm allowed oh, to." Lily does. Yeah. Lily does. She's like, "I'm allowed to choose a task for um, whoever my suitor is to finish to wed me." And it's, she's like, whoever can catch this ring. And she throws it into a lake that's way far down. She's like, whoever can find this. And then he run, gets a running start and dives in it. And she screams. And it's like, you're shocked? You're the one who freaking threw it over a crevice. And probably hooked up with him? Question mark. Yeah, th- like, like, not even surprised he would ago. dive after it? Like, you're just being a tease. Like... <laughs> That is your problem. I'm not supposed to expect somebody that is in love with me to jump over a cliff and... Yeah, well, and she, like, freaks out because she thinks he died, and he can't find it, and then he starts coming back up, and, it like, the lake freezes over because the goblin cut off the unicorn horn, so... Hell hath throws over. It really hath. It really hath. Um, So he, like, is trying to find her. She's getting, like... She goes to... A village hut where this woman was earlier who she seems as a maternal figure she's dead now uh yeah and then the goblins like come in the same place and he starts saying his rhymes or whatever and he's like he's using the unicorn horn as almost like a wand like he points it at things and they set on fire you know and like he's saying spells and like crap which kind of gives you the idea that maybe in one uh, fantasy movie, like it's well, and even for Rules. this one, that you know, <laughs> maybe that's why unicorns don't exist in a lot of mm-hmm. uh, lands as well, and th- why these might be the last two left, and why they're so uh, cause effects. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, if that if that's the thing that you use the magic of one of the most mythical and magical beings, yeah, you know, which which was kind of again. I think it had a deeper meaning mm-hmm. with the unicorns, but it was also really kind of nice to see unicorns. Yeah. Well, it's just it's a fantasy. it's a contrast, you know, because like yeah. when you first see the unicorns, it's like this lovely green, lush. They're running in a little creek, like it's and there's sparkles everywhere, like it's so beautiful. And the sound that's getting made. Also, when the when the world turns from like green to Iceland, like the that snow sound, design. the snow design, the sound that it makes, we were like, "What trippy bullcrap is that?" Like you were you were not handling it. <laughs> it. It felt so unnatural, but so natural at the same time. Like when yeah. you, uh, if you've ever went to Universal Studios, or I think it's Disneyland now, <clears throat> where they have Pandora mm-hmm. for Avatar, which we were kind of mentioning earlier, it's like being on one of those experiences, but yeah. more realistic. Mm-hmm. But it's such a contrast because you see them running around and it's all pretty. But when you meet Darkness for the first time, his lair actually looks like hell. Like they're chopping up somebody in the background. Like, do you remember that? Yeah, and uh, that was kind of... Kind of. It was really messed up. Yeah, it was like... Well, the thing is, too, and and like like we said, we don't know if the director's cause will hold it, but <clears throat> it, makes it, it makes it really question... Because that's really the only brutal scene that we get in the movie. Yeah. We get implied In the theatrical version. Yeah, we get a lot of implied um, brutality in this. Because Legend is only rated PG. Yeah. Which, even that one scene is kind of pushing the line of PG. Yeah, exactly. I, I would say this was more of a PG-13 movie, honestly, with the suggestive themes and the... Well, it's the same. I hate to bring it back, but it is kind of our start. It's the same with, like, the Black Hole. 
Like, it looks so tame, and then they have that sequence at the end where it's in hell, and it's like, whoa, okay, this is nightmares. Like, well, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't even, I-, I would say, like, you know, something with the black hole, too, what really should have set it off is that the fact of, uh, spoiler alert for that, um. We reviewed it but, months ago. Yeah, uh, but. Literally half a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the thing with that is the dead crewmates. Yeah. And the brutal nature, because you really realize... The explosion, and the one dude who gets, like, stabbed and tossed to, through and electrocuted. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's insanity. Really, that's why I say it's PG-13. So, I mean, but overall, this didn't really have any over-violent vibes, which is kind of which kind of a refreshing taste a little bit. Yeah. To not have such a... To have a fantasy movie that, you know, while the action is very common even Mm -hmm. then for stuff like i mean like you got deathstalker for instance yeah and a lot of you know roger corman or other films you know that got all these sword fights and epicness so it was Mm kind of nice to have a more adventure-based movie yeah it's more about the journey than the actual destination especially in this film yeah because well more often than not too that's what princess bride was was more Mm -hmm. about the destination than it was about the violence. It just so happened to have some epic sword fights. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But so then, to, to bring it back to the movie, um, sorry about that, like, the story of it, um, we see Jack, he's, like, by a fire, and, um, we meet Gump, who's, like, a for- another forest child. Right? Yeah, who is played by, um... Blah, 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 blah. Why did it go away? No. This apparently does not like me. Uh, David Bennett. Yeah. Is the one who plays Gump. And how old did you say he was? He was 19, but he he looks... He looks 12. (laughs) He looks 12, yeah. Which, like I said, Tom Cruise looks like he's 12. Or not 12. He He looks very young. He's he's 16, 17. Mm -hmm. He literally looks like he's still in high school, like a freshman. Yeah. But he... But he meets with him, and he's like, he he he's not sure what happened, because all he knows is that he lost, he can't find Lily, and he's worried about her. And she, he's like, why should you be worrying about her? But when the world is free, like, and there's all these other forest creatures, and the makeup design is amazing on them, and the and I think some of them are puppets as well. I think so, and it wouldn't surprise me, especially because of how much practical effects were used in this. There's a fairy. What's the fairy's name? Because she's very important later on. Chew. Uh, Anya. Anya? Okay. Or Unya, sorry. Unya, that's it. Uh, who's played by Annabelle Lanyon, who is 24 or 25. So she's even alone in Tom Cruise because she was born in the 60 or 60. Okay, cool. But she, like, is just this. She If you guys have ever played Legend of Zelda, just think Navi, like, hey! Like a little tiny flying around thing. Like, it looks like a dot. Um, but so they bring him to the unicorn because the other unicorn is dead and like we see that it like it looked almost frozen over for a second we didn't even realize what it was because it's an all white horse yeah we thought it was just a weird snowbank but he goes up and like talks to the other unicorn because they tell him that it's his fault you know that it happened and then the unicorn like talks to him and we don't hear it personally, but they're like, what happened? She's like, she says we need to find a champion, true of heart. And they're like, that's you. And he goes, what are you talking? No, it's not. Like, 
He's my favorite kind of written hero, which is the reluctant hero. You know? They're not so full of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like... And when they are, it's well-deserved because they have some sort of reason to believe that, you mm-hmm. know. My favorite people to be... My top people in, like... Like, Game of Thrones. I'm not going to spoil anything because you're still watching through it. But my top choice for anyone to be, the, like, the king in the end of that show is the person who has never wanted to be. You know what I mean? Because they're the only ones who would know how to do it right. You know? Because they don't want any of the power or the glory. They're the only ones who know how to do it. You know? Yeah. That's the same with, like, this. Like... I would not trust a guy who's like, I'll be the hero. Like, I'm more trusting of a guy who's like, I don't want this, like, duty thrust upon me. Like, this is a lot of pressure, you know? Yeah, and, uh, you know... They're liable to think more. Frodo. Frodo, exactly. Frodo was very... Well, he kind of stepped up, but you know he didn't want to do it. Ah, no, and I... He didn't... As much as he stepped up, he didn't really step up. Step up. Yeah, he was like, I'll take the ring to Moto. It was more like... I am screwed if I don't. We're all screwed. It was a very for the greater good thing, because he's like, all right, you're all arguing. Nothing's going anywhere. I'll do it. Because <laughs> he knew Gandalf would trust him, you know? Yeah. So that had a lot to do with yeah. it as well. But they go to a cave where he's supposed to find some weaponry, and it gets like a... he. We see that Ua's like, she can actually turn like giant size, like human size. Yeah, and to which she looks very, very young, too. Mm-hmm. Very sparkly. Uh, but she's like, don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> this is a secret. But um, he finds, like, this chainmail armor and this sword and shield, which we can agree, all look rad. <laughs> they do. It It's, a like, a gold armor. The only yeah. thing is it's very pantsless. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the one issue I have with this movie is, like, that part doesn't make sense. Like, I understood why he didn't wear pants when he was a forest child and he dressed like Peter Pan. Fine. You're going into battle. Like, That's your vital thing to move. Yeah, at least get some pants or, like, chain something, you know? But nope, we just get to see his legs and, like, his weird tunic underwear and I'm like, who was this movie made for? (laughs) I don't want to see Tom Cruise's balls. I mean, wonderful man, but... You know, as an actor, but he's a great actor. But I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, he's a great stunt performer. It's, a lot of credit like, to him to do all the, his own stunts. It's insane, but uh, it's kind of like uh, that scene in Terminator where you see Arnold Schwarzenegger walking up, and you just see going bloop bloop. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just like, like a pendulum of death. That's like, mm, like it's really organic, isn't it, down there? Let's <laughs> let's not. Yeah, let, here's the thing about doing that. Let's not. Um, let's just not do it at all. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting. But, but, so, sorry, I'm breaking down. I'm sorry. Rebooting. Okay. So, he gets the armor and stuff, and then, oh yeah, and they leave the one guy who's holding the frying pan to protect the other unicorn. The weird Irish goblin dude. Because they know that he's going to be after, they're going to be after the other one. Right. And the goblin dude, he's like, the mean goblin dude who has the horn, he's like messing around with it in a cave, and darkness shows up. And one of his, there was a weird moment of dialogue, because they all saw the human girl, 
And the one guy was like, I would have loved to have eaten her brains. And the other guy says, I would have wanted to suck on her bones. Which, but we heard boobs. And we were both like, rewind that, rewind that. Like, that can't possibly be what he said. And, and it, I heard balls at one point, which is kind of like... Um, we had to take a triple take on this, because it can't. we can't really hear what he's saying. Yeah, it was very odd, and it's kind of just one of those things that's kind of really out of nowhere, and you're just like, mm. But the one, one guy, like when Darkness shows up asking for the horn, one guy grabs it and is like, I have the horn, I am in charge now. And then Darkness just, like, snaps his fingers and gets the horn away from him and then throws him into, like, a pit, which sounds terrifying. But it's it's weird because the dialogue, he doesn't sound distressed at all. He was like, no, I was only joking. What are you doing? No. No. <laughs> like, that's yeah. it. And it's kind of like, oh, oh this right? is why you need to know your audience, which is don't piss off the wrong people. Exactly. <laughs> But he's like, go get the other horn so we can make eternal darkness. Because we see the sun is actually, like, rising still. Um, so they, like, as they're getting the armor, those guys come and attack the, the dude who's holding a frying pan. He deflects a lot of arrows to his credit. But then he gets shot in the hat. He thinks he got shot in the head, like, out of shock. <laughs> but he got shot in the hat. <laughs> Which gives me a... You know, and, and I hate to link it back, but it does gives me his, uh, kind of reminds me of the dwarves from Hobbit. Hobbit. Yeah. You know, the they're very they're comical. Very comical, hard-headed, and are like, mm-hmm. all right, this is what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but so then the goblins, they start chasing the me. What is her name in this again? The princess? Um, Lily. Lily. They start chasing her, and... We get a lot of hilarious scenes of Tom Cruise yelling, Lily! But it's like, it sounds so raspy, it doesn't even sound like he's saying Lily. And I was, It's another moment in this movie where I'm like, rewind, play back again. You ever had somebody on a film set, for anybody who's a film person out there, you ever had anybody mm-hmm. who uh, has... um. Used a boomstick and then accidentally dropped in someone's mouth. Yeah, exactly. Or have ever had that one person who you're like, okay, say this in the microphone. They come up and they're like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna do this and that and say our lines. It's like that. It's yeah. I feel like but it, somebody was yelling. I feel like maybe it was a direction thing, because maybe he said like the direction was to Tom Cruise. This is the woman you love. This is the love of your life. You're looking for. You don't know if she's dead or not. Scream her name. You know, like. Yeah, and, and I mean, I it's feel a, like it, in that circumstance, it would be very guttural, from any either of us, really. Oh yeah, agreed. Agreed. So. So when they the 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 goblin guys, the last two, they capture Lily and the and the unicorn, and they're taking them back to Darkness's lair. And. They begin the the heroes. So Gump, Ua the fairy, the two little elven dwarf dudes, and Jack. They start making their way through to to get to the lair, and they go by this tree, and one of them gets sucked into the water like it's a weird shark movie, but then thrown back out. And that's when we meet Meg Mucklebones, who is one of my favorite characters from this movie. Even though in the theatrical cut, she is only in here for about two minutes. 
in the in the uh, director's cut, she's I think six, maybe eight minutes of screen time. Yeah, I think. Have you seen? You haven't seen the director's cut. It's a lot longer. I know that. No. They have a whole full-on conversation, and you notice because in this scene, like it clearly cuts from one thing to another because the shield. The shield is goes from being in his hand to on the wall. Which I'll show you the clip of it after we're done recording. No, I remember it. I, and that you was seen it trippy... before? What? No, when she grabbed the scene, the extended scene. I feel like I have somewhere. I yeah. feel like I've seen bits and pieces. Where she grabs I... the shield to look at it and through a mirror. Yeah, because I, I remember that I was looking at a couple of different things. Who plays her? Uh, Robert Picardo. Yeah, who's unrecognizable, obviously, because, again, yeah. if you're a makeup nerd, this is way up. The, like, they do a thing to extend the fingers where they clearly, like, put metal on the end of the fingers to make them super long. They, like, she has, like, a back hump and, like, teeth and, like, crazy long nose and her hair and, like, ugh, insane. Yeah, which, uh, if you remember him, I personally remember him from Star Trek Voyager, which I'm still yes. working my way through. Mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of people, uh, but some of the other stuff he's, he's been a in, He's a character actor. He's a day player, you know? Yeah, but he enjoys what he does. He's, he's great at what he does invisible. as well. I, I almost thought that he was an Ag Carly, but yeah, he's been uh, uh, in Stargate Atlantis, mm-hmm. uh, Stargate SG-1, The Howling, Inner Space, Gremlins 2, The Burbs, Explorers, just kind of give you a lot idea. of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, which is, makes it more of a shame that he's barely gets a few minutes of screen time because she like comes up to him, says the name, and then he just cuts her head off. Yeah, which is a lot of the unfortunate part about these types of movies is that they get these people that they don't, they're either big or that, you know, are cult actors. And I don't, I don't like saying cult actors, but can't, or recognizable, reoccurring actors. Yeah, yeah. Would be a better A word. side character you, that you'd recognize their face. Yeah. They played the... Supporting. They played the waiter in your favorite show, you know? like. And, and while people are like, they may not be the star of the show, they're what hold the show together because it's those little... It's the little comedy. niches and comedy. They're yeah. the people who you want to make a show for. Memorable. Yeah. But so then they go, they fall down a hole and get trapped in this cage thing. And the the other goblin who got thrown in there, he's in there too. But he's actually like, was a wood elf too. Yeah. Which is kind of a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was a good reveal. I like that. Yeah. And I'm trying to, it reminded me of something cool but i'll think of it anyway continue though but then they so they're like but he gets grabbed by this huge dude who looks like an executioner like he's just a fat guy wearing a hood over his head and that's when uh they they ua reveals that she can be full size because she's gonna go grab the key into which she looks like she's 12 as well but she asks jack like She's like, I'll do it for a kiss. Which is like, what? What? Yeah, and he's like, no, that's not how this works. But it's also a thing of like, sure, that's all you need? It's either that or we die? Yeah, all right, like a quick... And he kisses her on the cheek, and she's like insulted by it. And it's like, oh, you full on want to like... She wants a makeout sesh, you know? Yeah, which to me was uncomfortable, because it was like, 
Are you really picking... What, what made me uncomfortable is when she transformed into Lily, thinking it, that would work. And it almost does, but he's like, no, it's not you. Like, human hearts yeah. are different. Like, I can tell it's not her. It, and you looking like her doesn't make it okay. It really made me uncomfortable that that was uh, her her go-to. Yeah. Well, it's also a thing of, like, they're proving us through the story, they're proving that he's pure of heart. By saying that even though she looks exactly like someone he loves, and even though it could mean life or death, he still won't stray from that love, you know? Because he loves her. Yeah. Which is and noble. Which, Stupid, but noble. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's loyalty. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I like that. It'll get you far in a relationship, that's for sure. That was one of the more disturbing parts of the movie that's like, you're going to exploit him for a kiss when yeah. you people are... You guys are going to die. <laughs> and I don't know if like the the director's cut will get more backstory on that, but because yeah. it really was came out of nowhere, and that's what took me aback so much. We both went, what? It was like... I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Do you not see what's going on right now? Exactly. But she finds the key anyway. She goes to get the key for him anyway. Let's him out. And then during all that, we get the scene with Lily and the dress. I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, around the which, same time. Which you were like, what's happening? Is this in fabric? And for those of you, a quick synopsis <laughs> of in fabric, which I haven't seen, but... Uh, a quick synopsis of in fabric. It's a horror movie about a killer dress. Yeah. That's all I gotta know. Adding that to my Google search. But it is very cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool concept. For sure. In in fabric, you said? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's from 2018. Cool. So, anyway. Um, she... She ends up, like, she starts, like, she's afraid of it at first, but then she starts dancing with it. And there's, like, statues that are talking to her because she's, like, looking at these beautiful necklaces. It's all about, it's about temptation, right? Like, if you want what you want, are you willing to be this kind of person to get it, you know? Yeah. And she, go, she goes through this whole transformation in this film because she wears, like, a white dress with, like, all this gold at first. And then the more she's running from the goblins, the more her dress gets torn into, like this gray brownish color and then by the end it's full brown and then when she's on the dress she's like full black like like because she dances with the dress and then out of nowhere she's just in the dress and it was done very well it was done extremely well whoever they got to dance in that dress it really looks like their arms like, <laughs> their arms look so thin in that dress <laughs> yeah which was the other thing but i mean you'd be surprised at like the amount of actors though that are pretty skinny and you just yeah. don't know it and mm -hmm. it's kind of like you look at him and you're like huh yeah but they're dancing together and then she's just put in the dress it looks like she almost has no hair her lips are black and her makeup is like full goth you see a bit of cleave i'm going really into detail i wonder why uh <laughs> you look up the dress if it interests you because a lot of people have cosplayed as this dress and it's, it's a great costume design it is it's it's I don't know what I was going to say on that for a second. I don't know either. But. It, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's not something that strikes my forte, personally. Yeah. It, you, it, you said it wasn't your type, but I was like, I was very like, hmm, 
goth chick cool. Like, <laughs> that was that was my type in high school, and I still have a tertiary of that, you know? Yeah. Why are you giving me that look for? No, I'm just in thought. No, go ahead. Judge my freaking lifestyle. <laughs> I, I was just in thought about that dress. I'm just sitting there like... I don't, I don't know what it is about it. It just doesn't do it. There's just something off about it. Oh, yeah. It's very unsettling. Very unsettling. It just I feels like... Well. Like... It's too open, yet too close. It's weird. It's it's a lot of material and also lacking in it at the same time. Yeah. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. Yeah. But she looks at herself in the mirror, and then darkness comes out of the mirror, and he's full red. And he's the character who's played by Tim Curry, who is very unrecognizable, but the voice work, mwah, fantastic. Yeah, which, uh, the first, one of the first things I said was I, and I definitely see where they got their inspiration for he looks Kylo like Ren. Oh, yeah, his voice. Yeah, because it sounds, because Kylo Ren sounds almost exactly like... Darkness is just voice, but when he's wearing the helmet. Yeah, just with more of an Adam Sandler, or I mean not Adam Sandler, You want to go with that? Yeah. Driver, more of an Adam Driver, driver. voice, voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pitch, so... But then from there we got we got darkness who's trying to he he wants to marry her yeah and um, is just trying to do everything in his power to do so yeah yeah he's like well he even like he he becomes like weirdly decent about it like you would think him being what he looks like he's supposed to be you would think he would just force it on her but he actually like he's like will you sit and talk with me like he wants to like. It's weird, but it seems like he actually wants to get to know her and like, be involved with her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause I feel like at a weird level he understands, like, oh, this is going to be the person who I'm with the rest of my life and I'm going to rule over the world with. I should probably get to know her. You know? Like, that, I mean, makes sense. Cause, he's I very mean, infatuated. Th- how many jokes in The Simpsons alone, especially with Treehouse of Horror, have they, have yeah. they spent with... Uh, Saying the devil just never got to know his wife. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, yeah. I'm nagged and I'm nagged and I'm nagged. Did you ever get to know her? No. Yeah. I, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, he's like, sit and talk with me. But then he, like, tries to get her to drink this thing. She doesn't have it. And then he gets angry. And she, like, starts dancing around and laughing. And then she's like, I'll be with you. Like, because at first she's arguing with, like, no, this isn't who I am. This isn't who I want to be. And he's like, the dress doesn't the dress isn't wrong like and it's all this whole semantic thing and we slowly get to see her turn dark you know because she's like i'll marry you if you let me kill the unicorn and that's like oh you're bad now and it's bad <laughs> this is horrible <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, it's a real 180 and i'm like oh ho, ho, no <laughs> it's like yeah. you're, you're 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 man your hero is Coming Jack's coming this, to save you. Yeah, he's coming all this way with so much hope. Yeah. And then you're just, ah, I'm evil now. And it's like, yeah. Why? To be fair, she still thinks he's dead. That is part of it. Yeah. She still thinks he just dove in and never came back and just drowned. Which, <laughs> definitely. for your ring? I don't know what's worse. Um... Like, Princess Bride, the princess seeing uh, Ellis' character. Mm-hmm. No, like, just hearing that he 
died or actually seeing somebody and just expecting like you know which i mean it kind of makes sense i mean most of the time when you jump into some sort of quarry lake with no context you could just accidentally penetrate your head on a rock exactly and it's probably what she was afraid of but so then they like make their way out and through to that like weird hell kitchen area and hell's kitchen oh my god was it inspired by this movie (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even on purpose. Shout out to Hell's Kitchen. I don't watch what, it. What if Gordon Ramsay's there? <laughs> what if he's just the secret chef there? He's, he like he eats the pie that someone has been <laughs> been baked in, and that he's like, it's frozen. Hey, <laughs> I've what eaten, is this? I've eaten this. <laughs> it's rotten. Get your ass back there and try again. You're an idiot sandwich. Say it. What are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. I, I okay. <laughs> what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. One of my favorite things to watch on the internet is they intercut him with, like, I think it's Iron Chef Jr. or Master Chef Jr. Of him being all sweet. He's sweet to the kids. Like, he's so oh, this nice is to good. the kids. I-, I like what you've done with this. What the hell are you doing? What is this shit? Get back there. It's amazing. It's amazing. But he... God, now that's all I'm thinking about. But they're in the, the hell kitchen, and they save the one guy who, who was baked into a cake, and... They, like, start tossing each other giant plates, like silver plates. A plate, a plate. <laughs> so, but they're doing it very quietly, to their credit. They're making a little pile of it. Because their idea, we find out, is like, oh, they're going to... Because they must have said it in the dialogue, and we just missed it. But they're going to position them in such a way so that they can get the light from outside deep down in here and shine it at darkness to hurt him. To which it's like, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, but if if he can be artsy and creative, man, I mean, go for it. Yeah, but it's like, it's a lot of, like, every plate has to be in the exact right order for this to work. Do you know how many times that would have probably been, like, a, what is it, a getting over it scenario? Exactly. <laughs> Get up there, five oh, plates oh, fall oh, over. Oh, oh, okay, oh. I finally got this one. Accidentally kicks him. Well, they do fall Ten over. more. <laughs> like, they, they, they all fall, collapse in these two giant hooded executioner chefs start attacking them. Which reminds me of some uh, Black Skulls from Mandy and some BDSM crap. Yeah, seriously. Because the, the suits looked kind of weird. Terrifying. And they've got like big cleavers and... It reminded me of the Evil Within too. Yeah, yeah, I can uh, see that. The Safe Head. Mm-hmm. Pyramid Head. Pyramid Head, but they're but you're also thinking that of... Safe Head guy from... Uh... Safe Head is from Evil Within, you're right. Pyramid Head is from... Silent Hill. Silent Hill, thank you. Which that horrible skin scene. We don't have to talk about it. No, we do not. But they're they're fighting them, and then they like get them to hit each other, and it's like it's very it's very fun. How did they end up killing them even? They push them over something. I think so. They I don't into entirely a fire. remember. One of them went into a fire, and I think the other one got stabbed in the head. Okay, cool. Uh, it was kind of quick. Mm-hmm. It was like cool, but very brief. Yeah. But then they find the unicorn, and it's all chained up, and they're getting ready to cut its horn off, and Lily's holding the sword, and him and Gump are, like, um, holding arrows, and Gump's like, shoot her, and he's like, no, she's my love, and he's like, I'll do it, and he's like, no, 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 and he, like, doesn't shoot her, because he trusts her, and sure enough, we find out she was lying, because she cuts the chains and lets the unicorn free. Darkness hits her so hard. He he bitch slaps her and she flies across the room. Which is kind of funny because yeah. then we get, uh, uh, we, uh, we got, um, 
Jack doing a uh, Finnegan yelling, Lily! Yeah, he's pissed, but he, like, he grabs a sword, and him and Darkness start, like, <laughs> fighting, and Darkness is, like, putting his hands out and making fire come up, but then they have a full-on sword fight, and we were both Which like, is this is awesome. awesome as shit. <laughs> My life is compete. I watched a Nicolas Cage compilation. I saw Nicolas Cage not only knock some crazy woman out in a bear suit from The Wicker Man, yeah. but I also got to witness Tim Tom... Curry in a devil costume fighting Tom Cruise in... in... Men in chain tights, mail. Chain like, mail. <laughs> yeah. But they're like fighting, and he's like flipping, and Tim Curry's just gigantic. So, and he's Which, holding like a huge, bigger sword. That's like, what is happening? This is awesome. Which, uh, very, very much kudos to the uh, visual effects team that mm-hmm. did the uh, um, edited visual effects. Yeah, it's it very really well great. done. The sparks were well done. Man, like all the movies we've watched, just have these amazing sword fights, like I, Princess Bride. Uh, Dragon Slayer has this like great one-on-one fight. Like... I have to say, uh, compared to Dragon Slayer, this definitely, I have to say, had a lot more. Uh, and, and I don't think it's just Blu-ray. I really think that, really that, visually, visually, this would have been for the time still probably a bit better than. Yeah. Right, which uh, Dragon Slayer has more going for it as far as story. As far as story goes. And the puppetry uh, of the giant puppetry dragon. between that and the stop motion, absolutely phenomenal. Don't let don't let me saying that. Watch down, it, please, but guys. I feel like with the immersion mm-hmm. part, oh, this yeah. legend, giant Tim Curry, right. yeah, powerhouse. But they're fighting, and then Jack grabs the unicorn horn and stabs him in the chest, and it's awesome, and. The other pe- the other guys are fighting all these other goblins and stuff. We never really see what happened to the first main goblin, do we? Unless I'm no, forgetting. Not that I can remember. No, but they he ends up like hitting darkness down this like big doorway and then like shooting at his hands and he's like, I'm darkness, you cannot destroy me, you cannot defeat me and he's like, Kill him and he like shoots his hands a bunch with arrows. And he flies back into space and disappears. And then you see, like, five stars go off in one direction. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, which... <That> was awesome. <laughs> um, luckily, he dropped the mm-hmm. unicorn horn that he had picked up because he pulled it out of his chest. So, luckily, he dropped that. Yeah, because we need that. And yeah. not to mention, mm-hmm. why the hell was there just a random shoot in the space port? Exactly, yeah. But... Uh, I think it's just to eternity. Like, it's not actually to space. It just, you know. But, <laughs> freaking my favorite thing is, um, you said it too. You said this was probably your favorite line of dialogue. Because it's when Darkness is charging at him and, like, his horns stick in the wall. And he just barely misses them. And he's looking right at him and he goes, why you boy? <laughs> yeah. Because what's more intimidating than a giant devil-looking creature asking you that? Like, mm. I'd be like, I'm nobody. See ya. <laughs> I'm sorry that, like, especially with the eye slits. There's something about reptilian eyes where they just look at you and glow, and it's like, nope, I'm out. It's like if you've ever seen the original Sonic series with Doctor Robotnik, and he's like, Snibbly. Yep. What color is my heart? <laughs> Which, praise to Jim Cummings, absolutely yeah. freaking terrifying as Robotnik. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, 
But so darkness is defeated, and then they put the the horn back on the unicorn. And Into which like, it comes out of its stasis. Yeah, yeah, it's it's alive again, and then like sun returns, all the snow goes away. To which during that whole winter thing, you and I both living in Minnesota, we were like, that doesn't look bad. This is bad. child's play. Yeah, I'm sorry. we can do a quest. Like, come on, like oh, the, the, this is simple. <laughs> we have had points where you literally step outside and you're like. Last year, my we, nose exists. It, it'll be two years ago as of when this video is getting released. But last year, we had freaking negative thirty degree windshield. Which, if any of you are wondering, that's when the wind hits you. It feels like it's minus thirty degrees. Like they're like you could get frostbite within five minutes of exposed skin, or less. Yeah, at that point. And I'm like, that's that's like day after tomorrow shit. Like that's terrifying, you know. Yeah, not good if you're got heating problems or electricity problems either. Exactly, there's a lot. Of, uh, not good if you're homeless. Yeah, it's horrible. Especially you it's a death sentence. Like you gotta find a shelter. You know. Yeah, it's very. It's very tough. Very rough. So I mean, looking at that, it was kind of like child's play. Yeah, we yeah, we were like, this is easy. If this, if this could be winter, what is Minnesota? that? That that ain't even six inches. This is easy. <laughs> this and, is uh, just walking to school. Not too much black ice. Yeah. Oh. To whoever discovered it, screw you, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, you should have just left it unsaid. Maybe it would have gone Darius away. Lake. Maybe it would have left us. But that makes no logic. But he ends up... What you don't know can't hurt you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and what you don't see can't see you. Right, <laughs> Noah? You can't see me, right? Are you saying that because I'm too dark? No, because I covered my eyes. Don't! <laughs> Don't take advantage of the fact that we're audio only. Don't. You do it. You never know. You, I do know. I, I, I do know. It, it could be dark in this room. They don't know that. I was covering my... Yeah, that's true. For all we know, we're recording out of a strip club. And we just have a very small mic we're very close to. Exactly. Nobody knows where we are. Jasmine, I'll have a dance later. Just go away right now. We got like... Ten minutes left in this episode. I'll take a Nicolas Cage martini. I'll take a Nicolas Cage martini. So, uh, she Lily is like thought to be dead-ish because you know Satan slapped the crap out of her, and so Jack dives back into that pool and finds the ring and puts it on her and kisses her and she wakes up Sleeping Beauty hooray, and then like he has Cinderella he goes me. from wearing his armor back to his normal clothes. And it looks like they're in the same spot that they saw the unicorns originally. And they're waving bye to them and all their forest friends. And it, it it's what, this is what we're talking about. Because this is the end and there's like this 80s rock ballad playing about love and all this crap. And it's like, was that Excuse a dream? Excuse me? Like, because it's the exact same shot. So it makes me wonder, like, did any of that happen? Or did she, like... Because we see her fall back for a second and then wake back up. So is this just, like, a fantasy she had? Or something? But I feel like it is real because we do see darkness again at the end. Because, of course, he didn't die. He's darkness. Well, yeah, and I feel like, you know, that was one of the most posed questions asked. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what it's we the same were talking reason about the unicorn. Earlier. It's the same reason the unicorn didn't die. 
Like, well, yeah. Uh, can there really be light without darkness? And, and while you think about that, that's, yes, that's that. one of the most philosophical yeah. meanings. Is the, Ugh, you know, don't make me think too deeply, there, Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's what like you know I was saying the meaning behind it because everything has a certain meaning with Ridley Scott's oh, yeah. movies, even Alien. Alien was rape, right? That was the like hidden meaning behind it. I think that and where man should go yeah there's a reason that we are limited to what we see mm-hmm. and there's a reason that we do not know everything about our universe exactly because sometimes history that missing link mm-hmm. is a missing link for a reason it's by mm-hmm. choice not yeah. by fate exactly exactly but that's legend yeah, which overall was a good movie. Again, the story is a little lackluster and forgettable, and but the production design is fantastic. With a with a very powerhouse cast, and I'm pretty yeah. sure that knowing uh, how Ridley Scott's, uh, which definitely Alien is one of them, either version is great. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily prefer the director's cut over the theatrical cut, or vice versa. Yeah, but I feel um, like this, you definitely this director's de- cut. De- definitely director's cut. I feel like they cut a lot, and and like I said too. Uh, towards the beginning, once again, too, it's on IMDb that uh, the uh, original theatrical cut in the American uh, theatrical release was 89 minutes. Uh, European and network TV versions, that's not just European, like, you know, anywhere. That's 95 uh, minutes. Was 94. No, both were 94 for European. Yeah. And the director's cut was... Uh, 113? 113, yes. Yeah. And we were, why, how do I remember that? But and uh, if you guys do end up only seeing the theatrical version, you don't have to order it like we did. Um, but uh, this will show you on the DVD oh, yeah. cut um, on IMDb. If you just look up Legend 1985 alternate yeah. versions, it'll show you a breakdown of each scene individually. Yeah. Uh, and give you the description of what was changed. I ordered a Blu-ray for you guys just so we could watch this. I hope you're appreciative, and I hope you love the episode. We loved watching it. We love the. We, we love doing this. these. It's fun, and and yeah. like you, like you know, you know, some of these movies that you don't think look as good, or you know, some of those movies that you're like, okay, mm-hmm. a chance they they turn out yeah. being there. There's always a little bit that you can find out of. I won't say every movie, but nearly every movie you can find. Yeah. And if maybe next, something out of. if maybe next year or the year after, you guys want us to revisit this movie and do the director's cut, we'll be happy to do that. Yeah, it'd be a fun, fun little thing to do. Fun little so. throwback episode. But if you guys want it, let us know. Show us on our Instagram, right? We got that? Yeah, we do have the Instagram, which uh, hopefully by now has probably been updated a bit more. Yeah. Be a bit more interactive. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun. And then uh, I know a lot of people are doing polls, so let us know what you want to... Th- uh, what you guys would think about doing polls. Yeah, if you guys want to pick what we watch every week, you know, let us know. If you guys want us to get a P.O. box so you can send us some stuff to review, let us know. We'd love to do that. We'd love to set that up. Wouldn't you? Just don't uh, send us yeah. diseases or dead animals, please. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> this isn't Stephen King. This isn't Carrie. We don't. We're, this that. isn't Jared Leto and Suicide Squad. Please don't send us things that you know will torment us. <laughs> yes. And send us movies, and we'll we'll give you a shout out on the show. We'll say it was sent to us by da da da. You know. Yeah, we'll give you a special shout out. Mm-hmm. And... Rate and review us. Is there any platform where it'll, they can? It'll drive him nuts, but I'll even thank you in a British accent. Think what you want. <laughs>
So, folks, thank you for tuning in. To <laughs> can they? Is there any place where they can rate and review us? Uh, not currently. Um, YouTube. YouTube, you can leave us a like uh, and a comment. Leave us a like and a comment. What we can approve. There's also the group on Facebook mm-hmm. uh, that you can join. By now, you can also leave us or DM us on Instagram. Otherwise, we also Spotify. have our email. We're on Spotify. We're, we're on Anchor. Anchor. And God knows by now where we are. We could yeah, because th- we're recording this two months ahead, so we might be on Apple or something. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so... Uh, but there's uh, multiple ways to get a hold of us, so if you ever, yeah. you know, nerdshour at gmail.com. Yeah. Otherwise, we've got the Facebook group. Yeah, uh, sh- share us with your friends. Keep supporting us, because me and Noah have both expressed countless times we want to do this for a living, and uh, we kind of need more support if we're going to do that. And we want to make this a brand. We want to do more shows just for you guys, because we know you love it. Because it's fun, and who doesn't love nerd stuff? I mean, yeah. come on. Because we got... It, it still blows my mind. Like, it's not... By comparison to other content creators, it's not a lot. But to us, it's a lot. Like, when we look at our analytics of how many listeners we got in, like, what states. Like, we have a few in New York, don't we? Uh, yeah, we got a couple people there. We got some people in Greece that are listening. We Greece? People, uh, are yeah. you shitting me? Yeah, I got some people in Greece. We got That's some people awesome. in Ireland. We got some. Yes, uh, Ireland. In, Shout out uh, to my our Ireland fans. You make me happy every time because I'm like, how did we get there? This is awesome. Shout then, out to our Greece fans. That's so cool. You can hear the excitement in my voice. Yeah, and we also got some people uh, in Canada. As Up well, in Canada, so. thank you, Canadian fans. We're from Minnesota, so we understand if you don't like us on a personal level, but we hope you like our reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys are great. I love French fries or poutine, as it's called. But anyway, without further ado, that has been Film Nerds Hour. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Tune in next week. Can we say what we're doing? Uh, you it's our last be, episode of January. We will be able to give you guys the uh, wonderful review of Willow. Yeah, Warwick Davis, one of my favorite movies. So yeah. tune in for that next week. That'll be the same time, same platforms. Same platforms, yeah, and, and uh, as always, enjoy less, don't you think? Yeah. So. Thanks for coming by, everybody. We love yeah. you. My name's Nathaniel Shoemaker. And I'm No Sweeto. See you later. See you later.